Hello and welcome to the 138th episode of Crosby's Nine, where we look at English from all angles, speaking, expressions, grammar, vocabulary, phrasal verbs, pronunciation, spelling, listening, and more. So, I want you to remember something. There's nothing to lose. Please repeat, there's nothing to lose. One more time, there is nothing to lose. Well, more on that in a minute. But first, how do you spell lose? L-O-S-E, lose. And remember, that is an irregular verb. How do you conjugate the verb to lose. Lose, lost, lost. Did you get it right? Let's take this chance to practice your letters. I love to practice letters because my question is, how well do you really know your letters in English? In other words, how easy is it for you to recognize all of the letters in English? Let's Take a little test. Repeat and really think about the letter you are saying. Are you ready? A, E, Y, K, I, G. How did you do? Let's do it again. Repeat. A, E, Y, K, I, G. Okay, how well did you do? Was it easy for you to recognize those letters? Let's do it one more time. Ready? G, O, O, D. Oh, wait a second. G O O D, that spells good. And repeat this time J O B. Ah, J O B, job. Good job. Good job. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good job. Seriously, practice your letters, okay? And remember, when we are spelling a word to somebody and you want to clarify the letter, we say as, in. We have these two words, as, as, in, in, as in. For example, B as in boy. Repeat, B as in boy. P as in Portugal. G as in George. J as in Jackson. Okay, good. So, back to the word lose. How many of you spelled it correctly? L-O-S-E. Yeah? Okay, how many of you spelled it L-O-O-S-E? Loose. Uh-huh, that's completely different, isn't it? Don't worry, I will let it slide this time because a lot of native English speakers make the same mistake. So, don't worry if you misspelled it L-O-O-S-E, I will let it slide. Uh-huh, there is a great expression. If you let something slide, you do nothing about it. You ignore it. If you make a mistake, this time I am going to let it slide. That means I'm going to ignore your mistake this time. But please fix that problem. So the verb there is lose, L-O-S-E, not L-O-O-S-E, loose, which is an adjective, and it is the opposite of the word 
tight. Okay, now let's take a quick moment to look at our conditionals. Do you remember how this works? The zero conditional. Remember the zero conditional we use to express general truths. We're going to play a game. Let's talk about the rules of this game. Repeat. If you lose, you pay. Yeah, those are the rules of the game. That's the zero conditional, by the way. If you lose, you pay. Those are the rules. I know you don't like the rules, but hey, I didn't make the rules. So that's the zero conditional. If you lose, you pay. Remember, the zero conditional expresses a general truth. So you are considering to play the game, and I clarify the rules of the game to you. I say, look, if you lose, you will pay. Hmm, you are thinking about this. Remember, I remind you, I say, if you lose, you will pay. And that's the example of the first conditional. Remember, first conditional sentences are sentences we use to express situations where the result is likely to happen in the future. So I remind you of the rules of the game. If you lose, you will pay. Hmm. And you say, nah, 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 I don't want to play the game. I don't want to play. And you use the second conditional to tell me why. And you say, because if I lost, I would pay. If I lost, I would pay. <laughs> and I say, well, that's true. That is true. If you lost, you would pay. So that's an example of the second conditional. Remember, the second conditional we use to express a result that is completely unrealistic or will probably not happen in the future. And since you don't want to play the game and it is unlikely that it will happen, you say, no, no, I don't want to play because if I lost, I would pay. Now, let's look at the third conditional with this example. You tell me, Drew, I am really glad, I am really glad that I didn't play the game because, and now we use the third conditional. Repeat, if I had lost, I would have paid. Remember, the third conditional is used when we want to explain that the present circumstances would be different if something different had happened in the past. And since you didn't play the game, you say, Drew, I am very happy, very glad that I didn't play the game because if I had lost, I would have paid. Okay, but let's go back to this concept of nothing to lose. And the reason I want to talk about this briefly is because when you speak English in public, remember there is nothing to lose. Don't be nervous. Your speaking will improve. You have nothing to lose. Nobody cares if you make a mistake. It's all in your head. It's all in your head. Seriously. Nobody cares if you make a mistake when you speak English in public. It's all in your head. What does that expression mean? That's a great expression. It's all in your head. If something is all in your head, it's in your imagination. The problem is not real. It's all in your head. So when you speak English in public, nobody cares if you make a mistake. 
It's all in your head. And also remember that when you speak English in public, it's easier to speak English in public the next time. So you have nothing to lose and you have everything to gain. The concept of having nothing to lose reminds me of a song written by Chris Christofferson in 1971. If you like music, check out this song. It's called Me and Bobby McGee, and it was sung by Janis Joplin. And there is a part in the song when Janis sings, Freedom is just another word for nothing left to lose. Repeat, please. Freedom is just another word for nothing left to lose. What do you think about that? What is your interpretation of that lyric? When Chris Christofferson wrote this line, he was referring to his own life because before writing the song, he had lost his family due to divorce. And he said that he finally realized at that point in his life there was nothing left to lose and that made him feel free. So again, my advice to you is that when you speak English in public, don't be scared, don't be nervous, don't feel embarrassed because you have nothing to lose and everything to gain. Anyway, thanks again for tuning in to episode 138 of Crosby's Nine. I'll see you soon. Bye-bye.